Hey there! It's episode 42 of the Fucking Ridiculous Podcast. I am clearly looking like I'm advertising for this particular brand of microphone. I guess I am now. No free shout-outs, free shout-out. But anyway, um, I am recording from a new place in my house because I am learning from mistakes and we hopefully won't hear any lawnmowers or blowers this week. Just some quick updates on, did I say it was episode 42 already? Gosh, I really need someone to help keep me in line. I really miss Joe. A couple of just housekeeping details to get you up to speed on my personal life. Uh, Still don't have a car. Thought I was going to buy one on Friday. Was all set to pull the trigger. And I basically was like, "Eh." in my gut, it doesn't feel right. So I didn't. So I'm working on another vehicle and um, therefore we are down to two. But since my husband's traveling, I was able to get up at 4.15 yesterday and take him to the airport so that we would have two cars because my husband thinks that I am taking advantage of all of our family members by continuing to borrow their cars. I'm sure, I know they love it. It's not a big deal. Shout outs. The first shout out is to the Frankie Wellwine story. This is a nonprofit that educates young adults or really anyone, about the idea that a decision that you make can impact so, so much. And so they just ask you to take a second and think, and that could make all the difference in someone's life. So here's to the Frankie Woolwine story and to our nephew. Uh, Second shout out is to a sweet girl who lives on the street over who drives my daughter to school once a week and they go to lunch uh, once a week. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. And I just wish that there were a jillion more people like you. I would also like to just give a blanket shout out to all of my close girlfriends who have been so supportive in particular over the past week or so in helping me with some things uh, associated with the podcast and the new website that's coming. So thank you guys so much. I cannot tell you how much you mean to me and how grateful I am because I cannot do this by myself. This brain is small, small, small. We know, small. What I'm loving, I read today that there is now a Down Syndrome Barbie doll. And I personally loved playing with Barbies. My daughter did not get into it as much. Knowing that I have a daughter with some special needs and a genetic disorder, I think this is really awesome. And I would just like to say, I applaud the makers of Barbie for producing something that can bring bring up at least a conversation about what is Down syndrome? Why is that different from just what so-and-so looks like versus what so-and-so looks like? And it's a great way to make those individuals who have Down syndrome or any other genetic disorder or just that look different to feel represented in a way. Hopefully there will be more iterations of that, but for right now, I just say, way to go, Down syndrome Barbie. I wish she had a name so I could shout it out. Anyway, that's what I'm loving this week, Down Syndrome Barbie. So the quote of the week is not mine. I read this really, really interesting article, and it was with a teacher, a lifelong teacher. And so she was definitely probably a grandmother by this point. And she said that in her experience, there's always one question that she would ask when her students would come to her, doesn't doesn't matter the age. And this would always get to the root of the problem somehow. And she would ask, 
What do you need? Do you need to be heard? Do you need to be helped? Or do you need to be hugged? And I wrote that down in my phone and I forgot about it. And then today when I was talking with my therapist, I remembered it. And so I'm going to use that as the quote of the week, or I guess the question of the week, which is when someone comes to you or when someone has an issue and you are trying to help them, rather than do what you think they want or what you would want, ask them, do they want to be heard? Do they want to be helped? Or do they want to be hugged? And coincidentally, in the article, she actually said that most of the time, a hug was the answer, which I find so, so sweet and also so, so sad at the same time. So hugging is powerful. Just remember that. I'm a hugger, by the way. So I feel like sometimes I should have a button that's like, watch out, I'm a hugger. Um, so just think about that. I just thought it was such an easy way to, to communicate with virtually anyone in the news. So we've had some, there's a lot of people being let go and losing jobs, not just within corporations, but also some more notables, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. And I can't say that that those two departures are going to make or break anything in my life because I don't watch either of them. And from what I understand, I probably am not missing that much. So that has been all over the news, though. So if you didn't get that, it's it's happening. It's done. And I did read that they have now they're both uh, in using the same lawyer. So I think that will be really interesting um, to see, because I'm, my guess is that their their cases will be similar, but very different at the same time. More on that later. Bed Bath & Beyond, all those 20% $10 off coupons, you better run. You better run like the wind because they, they're they down. They're dead. And I felt like I called this a while ago and then they tried to resurrect themselves. And I am all about an underdog and I'm all about like trying to build yourself back up and surviving. But this did not happen for them. And so for that, I am sorry for Bed Bath & Beyond and its employees. But hopefully those of us who are needing some items for our household, we can capitalize on that. That's not a free shout out to Bed Bath & Beyond. It's just saying they're going bye-bye. Apparently, this particular summer, we are going to experience more seaweed than normal on our beaches. And there are just big globs of seaweed all over the oceans right now. And they are washing up already in Florida. They're washing up already on the East Coast. And they, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you've been to the beach recently, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it'll just, it's like, it's like really coarse, like, it's not smooth like spaghetti. It's more like straw. And you'll be in the ocean and you'll be like swimming around and talking to someone and all of a sudden you'll feel... Ah! Like something is on you and it's this, the tentacles of the seaweed that is now caressing your skin. Now, it is a bacteria. I don't believe that it is like toxic or anything, but apparently once it washes up on the shore, it smells. So just beware, knowing that I was sent shamed last week, the smelling issues are going to prevail at the beaches. So just bring your own atomizer, bring your own little like sniffing salts. If you are very sensitive to the smells of anything bad or good or that smell in general. Okay. 
big balls of seaweed. And I, it's kind of hard to say big balls without laughing. Uh, birds and bird flu. So birds are literally falling from the sky right now, which that to me is frightening. But my older son is actually, that's probably one of his biggest fears in the entire world because he is not a bird fan. And it's only because we've had birds fly into our house so many times, like he's been traumatized. But bird flu is real. And apparently there are birds falling from the sky. So watch out. You know, there are UFOs everywhere. Now there are birds falling out of the sky. I mean, robots are taking over. What the hell is going on? So there are these laws called Castle Doctrines and Stand Your Ground. And these are basically saying that you have the right to defend your property should someone come onto your property. Um, sorry, I have an itch. Um, unwanted, like i.e. trespassing. But there have been a couple of instances lately where innocent children have been shot because of going into someone's yard very innocently, like to get a ball that rolled into the yard, or they pulled in the wrong driveway and people are shooting at them. I feel like this is getting a little out of control um, because as someone who gets lost Always. I mean, daily. I can't tell you how many times I pull into other people's driveways, cul-de-sacs, parking lots, you name it. And if I was taking cover from getting shot for pulling into someone's driveway, I, this would not bode well for me or my family. So I think maybe the back to the message of take a second and just like take a beat. Let's just hang on, see what's see what's happening before we we start shooting is a good thought. Just maybe like count to Mississippi, count Mississippi, five, count to five, or just count to three at least, because that is super scary. Okay. For those of you who have been waiting for the NHL playoff update, I have it as of Wednesday, April, I think it's the 25th. I think so. Maybe it's the 26th. Here's how everything stands. Now, for those of you who don't understand the playoffs, it is a seven-game series for each competition, and then they whittle it down. So it's not just one game. So you have to win four of the games. So four out of seven. So um, we have in the East, which that is my preferred uh division simply because I live on the East Coast. We have the Rangers and the Devils. Okay, this is huge because the Rangers are from New York and the Devils are New Jersey and they're right in Newark. So like they are a hop, skip and a jump away from one another. And they are at 2-2 right now. And it has been awesome, 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 awesome to watch. It's also very cool because the Islanders are also playing against the hurricanes and the Islanders are the Long Island Islanders. So now you've got three New York-esque teams in the mix for the Stanley Cup, which is very cool. The Canes are up three to two, but the Islanders are wanting to come back. So they better, they better uh, really get their shit together. And, and I say that out of love. 
the Bruins and the Panthers. So the Bruins are fucking unstoppable. I've already talked about this a hundred times over. They are up 3-1 and tonight is going to decide whether they take it and they move on or they stay in it and they move to a game six. And then we've got the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Leafs are up 3-1. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup two years in a row, not last year, but the two years prior. And they are still, they are still a, a, a notable team, notable team with a lot of great players. The Toronto Maple Leafs, like they have so much pressure on them because they haven't been to like past the first round of the playoffs in like a gajillion years. And so everyone's like, please, God, please, please, hockey gods, let them, let them get past this one hurdle, at least give us some hope. So that's what's going on in the Eastern division. The Western division has, I don't know as much about this one, but I will say the Colorado Avalanche, they won the Stanley cup last year. They are tied right now with Seattle Kraken. This is the newest expansion team. And the fact that they've been around for like two years and they're in the playoffs is fucking amazing. So way to go Seattle Kraken. I I've heard your stadium is fucking amazing too. So I'm, I cannot wait to get out there. The Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild. Dallas is now up 3-2. This is a great series, and you should definitely tune in for awesome physicality. It's just, it's, it's, I can't say enough about it. A lot of green, a lot of green, green and white. Um, Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights, and the Jets. So not the, not the football team, the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets. They're in, that's in Canada or Canada. Um, the Golden Knights are up 3-1. That is another expansion team that only came out in like 2018. And so they are awesome as well. They're having a good run. I would love to see the Jets kind of regroup and come back, but that's just me. And then finally, we have the LA Kings and we have the Edmonton Oilers. And now the Oilers have arguably one of the, everyone calls this player McJesus. That's not his actual last name, but they, that's what they call him. His last name is McDavid. But anyway, the Oilers are up three to two. And so all of these series, like there's no sweep in anything. So you can tune in any time and watch. And I mean, you're seeing blood, you're seeing teeth, you're seeing like injuries, but you're also seeing like comebacks and you're seeing awesome crowd stuff and it's just great. And I will tell you this, the Islanders did this awesome thing where they pick people out of the audience and they will say um, who their celebrity double is and it's really, really funny. So if nothing else, you should tune in for that. Okay, enough hockey talk. I'm obsessed, I know, but it's awesome. Okay, moving on. In this segment, we are going to, this is, we're back to the, what the fuck is that segment where I'm going to say a word and then I'm going to tell you what this word means because these are what I like to refer to as spin doctored words. It's like, we can't use the old word. We've got to use, make up a new word to make it like cooler and get everyone to pay attention. Okay. So the first one is greenwashing. Now, greenwashing is basically when a company or a corporation t- uh, says that they are super eco-friendly and they're doing all of these things to like help the environment and climate and they actually aren't doing as much as they are uh, like letting people believe that they are. So that's called greenwashing and that has been an issue of late in the news. Another color in the news, 
there is, well, I don't know if it's in the news, but it's actually just another color term is browning out. Now, I read this in a sentence and I immediately thought one thing and one thing only. Now, knowing that I have the humor of like a 12-year-old boy, I can only assume you know what I'm talking about. Browning out to me means that you are like having diarrhea. So that's what I thought. Browning out is actually like a step down from blacking out. And that refers to when you go out and you drink too much and then you can't remember what happened the next day. That's blacking out. For those of you who are totally respectable human beings that don't ever do anything wrong, that's what that is. So browning out is a step down and it's basically like you go out and you might not be able to remember everything, but you get the gist of what happened during your time spent whatever you were doing. I do not endorse this word or this phrase at all. And I would like to replace it much like I didn't like situationship and we went to relation short. I would like to replace this term with graying out. Graying out to me makes much more sense because you have a blackout and then you have a gray out. It's a little fuzzy. You kind of have an idea, but it's not a complete mind eraser. Gray is also much more aesthetically pleasing as you say it in your head versus browning out. I can't get past that. I just can't get past that. It just sounds like you are are in the bath, need to be in the bathroom. So graying out now is replacing browning out, which is the step down from blacking out. Not to be confused with green washing, which I guess if you browned out, you might need to green wash. So there's that. You see what I did there? See what I did? Um, Okay, I find this one hilarious. It's called adaptive reuse. Adaptive reuse is basically repurposing an office building for something that it was not built for originally. So there's an adaptive reuse initiative in New York. Can't we just say that we're looking for ways to like use the office for something different? I don't know. How about a school? I don't know. How about a rec center? How about um, a skating rink? Always my go-to. Ice or roller or both. Always my go-to because you know I love to skate. Or maybe you don't. But I spent many of hours at the Golden Skate World when I was younger. I don't mean to brag, but I was pretty fucking good. Um, financial therapist. Now, not to be confused with a financial advisor. A financial therapist is someone that you sit down with, or you could stand, I guess, and they will help you dissect your feelings and thoughts about your financial choices and how you be- how you perceive money, what you believe, what you don't believe, and what your um, spending habits might say and relate that all back to, I'm sure, your childhood and your parents and how much they suck. So, I'm, oh, I mean, that's, not, I don't have one. I don't need one of those. But if you felt like you came across that word, if you felt like you were like, I am really good at helping people understand their their thoughts and beliefs about their their spending habits, then that is a profession that you should probably pursue. I don't know what the schooling is like, frankly. I think you do have to know something about economics because the word financial is in there. But you know what? I know life coaches that 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 have fewer credentials, so anything can happen, right? 
anything's possible. Uh, one thing, this is not a, a, a weird switch of a term, but it's just weird, is there's a thing called banana ketchup. And it is very popular in the Philippines. And it is basically your everyday ketchup mixed with banana puree. I am not gonna dog on it completely because I have not ever tasted it. So it could be tremendous. I am an okay ketchup liker, so I doubt that it would be my go-to or my jam, but you should you know, maybe give it a whirl and let me know how it is. I just thought that was real interesting. Thrashy. Now, thrashy and thrashing, that was a term that I've thought went with like skateboarding or like snowboarding or like, you know, that kind of speak, maybe even like surfing. But thrashy, if you hear that now, especially in business terms, that is the adjective that is used to describe the chaos within a company, in particular in the tech industry. So if things are thrashy, that's not necessarily really good at all. So just know that as you move forward in your IT conversations and tech world conversations. And finally, um, I was confused about this. So I would like to clarify what's going on. And then in a, in a later episode, we will dive a little bit deeper into this because my idea of what this was is completely different than what the actual definition is if you use the Google. I didn't chat GBT it, so, you know, maybe, I, maybe that's on me. Maybe that's my bad. Competitive parenting. That's when one parent is undermining the other parent in front of the child. And... I didn't realize that that was the actual term for that, what that is. I, I, I don't know what I thought it was, but I didn't think it was com competitive parenting. I thought it had a different term or description. In my eyes, competitive parenting is literally the act of competing against other parents to be the best parent ever. And there are so many ways that this plays out in the world, but it is getting really out of control and it's getting really funny and it's getting really ridiculous. And that's all I'm going to say about that right now, because I have um, a whole thing that I want to dive into next week about sports, school, competitive parenting, and just ridiculousness in general. But just know, competitive parenting, when you use that term, that's like saying that your husband is saying something bad about you in front of your kid. It is not that you're competing with other parents or that other parents are competing with you or that there's even a competition going on that you didn't know about. So just wanted to clarify all those things. Come to me with any new terms and I will help out. I have always, always, always loved a walk-up song. Like, I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I love that every player gets to choose their own walk-up song. And some people will call it a theme song. I, that's fine. I like walk-up song better just because, like, I remember a few notable times where I was at a baseball game and I remember thinking, okay, that was, that was a fucking awesome song for that person. So... I, in my head, always have like these little, you know, my walk-up songs and they change, but 
if we want to, it's, they change based on my mood, but if we want to whittle it down, I, I spent some time thinking about this and I, I basically was like, if I am anywhere, it doesn't matter what mood I'm in and these songs come on, I will immediately mind shift and the, th so I'm going to give you my top three, uh, walk up theme songs or mind shift songs, if you will. And these are clean ish, cleanish. One of them isn't, but anyway, so number three, Metallica enter Sandman. Okay. Since I'm went to Virginia tech, obviously this is our song. I don't think anyone can listen to enter Sandman without thinking of Virginia tech. And every time that song comes on, I am just literally moved to move. So that song will change my mood in a second and it will always get me moving. Number two, Missy Elliott, get your freak on. I have to say that this song is awesome. Missy Elliott is awesome. And when the 40 year old virgin came out and Leslie Mann, basically they modeled a character after me, I think in my twenties with Leslie Mann's character and she's driving the car and that song is on. I mean, I almost felt like a piece of me had been stolen because it felt so real. Like that was my real life right there. That song will always make you move and always get you going. And if you don't know that song and you are not easily offended, I mean, you've got to check Missy Elliott, get your freak on. The final song is anyone who knows me, if I'm out dancing anywhere, or if I am trying to get people to dance, or if I am just anywhere and this song comes on, oh, it's on for me. And that is Usher's song. Yeah, I cannot not move to that. I cannot not really move to that and sing all the words. It's got, it's got ludicrous in it. It's, it's got such a great beat. It's long, so you can really get, you can really spend some time getting into it. And then it's just, how can you not love? Yeah. So those are my top three. Like anytime I hear them, I'm not changing the channel and I am moving. So think about that on those days when you're like, Fuck, I really don't want to do X, Y, Z or this or that or that or that. Maybe think about a song like this. Yours, yours will not be mine. I know. I know. And just play it. And I guarantee your mood will shift. I guarantee it. Not so deep thoughts. So this morning I was outside with the dog and I don't know about where you guys live, but where I live, we are experiencing a lot of pecking from woodpeckers. Now, I am not the ornithologist in our family because A, I'm too young for that. And B, I don't want to be. So I don't know anything about birds, but I did look up why woodpeckers peck. And for those of you who know all about birds and you, you're very worldly, you, you can just skip this part. But I did not realize that now, since it's spring mating season, woodpeckers peck male woodpeckers peck hard and fast. Yep, you got it. And that is their way of marking their territory and also spreading the message like, hey, I'm available. The 
loudest bird gets the girl. And that is by pecking. I thought that was very, very interesting. A follow-up to that, deep thought number two, why do we call or refer to a penis as a pecker? Because like, have you ever heard that? I've heard, you know, like we in the place where I live have referred to a penis as a pecker. And so I looked that up. And apparently in the UK, they have a saying, keep your pecker up. And the keep your pecker up is meant to say like, stay happy, stay hopeful, keep your spirits up kind of a thing. But of course in America, we've got to just, I mean, filth it up so that if you want to keep it up, what do you want to keep up all the time? Oh, your pecker. So that is where that came from. Finally, deep thought number three, we had to replace a television. And so we bought one that was a smart TV, but I don't know how smart they are. Smarter than me, as we all know. So anyway, when I turn this on, the home screen is always K-pop. And it's either a K-pop video and band, or it's a K-pop soap opera. And it is really hard to get away from the screen because it takes a long time for this one to want to think about. So it's like trying to draw you in to the K-pop soap opera or song. And I can't figure out how to get any other screen other than the K-pop. And it makes me really think that, yeah, I think we definitely are being watched and subliminally toyed with through many, many electronics, not just our phones. If you don't know what K-pop is, it's Korean pop. And another aside on that, I had taken Big J, my dad, out to lunch and we thought we were going to one place, but it had closed. And so then there was this place, this like fusion bowl place. And I was like, oh my God, that looks good. Let's go in. So we get the bowls and we sit down. K-pop was blaring in this place. And we're the only two people other than the person that works there that are there. But every now and again, my dad and I would be talking and then there'd be a lull in the conversation. And I'd be like, I feel like we just heard this song. And that happened at least five times. I think that it was the exact same pop K-pop song looped. And then all I could think of was Zoolander and how they like use the subliminal lyrics and message in the um, relax, don't do it, that in the K-pop. And I was like, what are they trying to brainwash us about? Like to come here more, to spread the word, to, I don't know, hopefully nothing bad. So I'm sure K-pop is great. I will say I like that Blackpink group. But anyway, I just thought it was funny. K-pop is really, it's like everywhere right now. It's like, it's like when you need a new mattress. All of a sudden, mattresses are everywhere. Mattress commercials, mattress sales, mattress deals. Everyone's coming out of the woodwork about a mattress. That's how K-pop is for me right now. Next week, we're going to get into competitive parenting and some other fun things. And hopefully, I'll have a new car, new to me car, that we can make fun of and um, celebrate at the same time. In the meantime, enjoy this last week of April. Enjoy spring mating season. Keep your pecker up. Because remember... Everything's going to be just fine. I promise. Oh, and don't forget to follow and subscribe on the platforms. Send me an email, thefrpod at gmail, or follow on Spotify, YouTube, Apple. Soon, I hope to be on Amazon um, as well. So, and maybe Google. So, subscribe and follow. Share with a friend. 
Tell them all about it. Two, one.